0: Hey, before we jump into the episode, I just wanted to let you know that our course and coaching program called Youth Ministry Growth Accelerator now offers a three month and six month payment plan, which makes enrolling easier than ever. Just head over to growyouryouthministry.com and sign up today. And as an added bonus, if you join by Friday, May 17th, we're offering a free student leadership launch workshop, which will help you build and launch your student leadership team from the ground up. I can't wait to see you in the program so we can start accelerating the growth of your youth ministry today. All right, let's get into the episode. We all have goals that we want to accomplish in youth ministry and today we're going to talk about how we can be successful at actually implementing them.
1: Welcome to another episode of the Ministry Coach Podcast. If you've been watching us for a while, you already know this, but my name is Jeff Lascola and this is...
0: Kristen Lascola.
1: And every week we come with tips and tactics to help you fast track the growth and health of your youth ministry. Today is no different. We're talking all about how to accomplish the goals you have in youth ministry.
0: Yeah. And I think we know from experience, a lot of youth pastors are dreamers and they have a lot of good ideas and they have a lot of good intentions. But implementation is a different story. So, the speed of implementation might not be exactly what we want it to be, or worse, we get stuck in stagnation. So, today we're going to talk about how can we turn our dreams and our goals into reality. And if you haven't ever picked it up, pick up the book Atomic Habits by James Clear. That'll really give you the framework for what we're talking about today and a lot of what we're go- going to put in the ministry context comes from that book. He doesn't write it for ministry, but I think a lot of those leadership principles do apply. And I'm going to show you sort of how that can work today we're going to give some real examples of how we can do this but the the big question we're talking about today is how do we get like you know when you go to a conference or hear a podcast or something and then you have all these goals and they right. just sit in a notebook and you never do anything with them and then you look at them and you're like yeah we never did that that would be awesome well it's not because we're bad people and we don't want to get it done but it's just days turn into weeks and weeks turn into months. And we're just sort of floating through life and ministry without a whole lot of intentionality. So how can we change that? And so the whole argument here is that you have to stop focusing on the goals themselves. Hmm. Goals themselves are, this is sort of how he puts it, a goal is just the result of Of what you want to accomplish. Okay. But systems deal with processes that lead to those results. So if you want to reach your goal, that's a result. All that uh, a goal is the result of a process. So now we have to back up one step and create a process, create a system, create an infrastructure to support the goal. Mm. And when that is accomplished, the goal can't help but happen Mm -hmm. because the system sustains it and implements it sort of on autopilot for you. So now we have to go back to systems. So how do we create systems to support our goals in youth ministry? And no matter where you're at in your ministry, think of this is what you do today is your youth ministry for the future. Mm. Like meaning the decisions you make today, the systems you put in place today, you're not setting it up for this week. You're setting it up for your youth ministry of the future, the youth ministry you hope to run in five years, the ministry that you are training yourself to run in the future. And so don't worry if the implementation process seems slow because you've got time. So let's take an example so that you can kind of understand what we're saying. So I'm going to give a few like simple, like low level goals and processes, and then we'll move into some that are a little more complex. So the first one, let's say we have a simple goal of we want to create a culture where students are bringing their Bibles to church. I think every youth pastor has been through the frustration of like, guys, people are like giving their lives and smuggling these into like communist countries and you guys won't even bring the (laughs) one of 10 Bibles you have at your house Right. right now. It's a real thing. Okay. So instead of being frustrated and just harping on them every week, do you know there's people in China who don't have Bibles? You have to create a system for your setting that will accomplish the goal. So I'm just going to give you an example of how I do it, but this will hopefully paint the picture for you. So I want them to bring their Bibles. So I give something out called Bible bucks. So every time they bring their Bible, they come see us, they get a Bible buck. You earn 10 Bible bucks. You get a gift card, To the habit, which is a fast food place, you get twenty Bible bucks. You get a T-shirt. You get thirty Bible bucks, and I don't know. We'll give you Amazon or something. That's only happened. Give you the entire company. Yeah,
1: you (laughs) all Amazon is yours. (laughs) You own Amazon
0: at that point. You can buy Twitter. You can do whatever you want. So that is like an example of okay. The system is every Sunday we have a slide right after worship. It says, "Hey, if you brought your Bible, come get a chaos buck. If not, go to the bookshelf and you can borrow one." That's just a system now. And is it a hundred percent effective? Does every single kid bring their Bible? No, but it's creating us one step closer. And that's these things with systems. It's like every day, like that's kind of one of the mantras of the atomic habits book by James Clear is he says every day you're trying to get 1% better because when you continue to move forward, like by the end of the year, you have this, like, I think it's something like Forty percent increase—it's mm-hmm. some weird number, like thirty-eight point seven five increase <laughs> on your your level of improvement. Mm-hmm. But if you go the other way, it drops way faster. Like you gain a larger percentage of failure rather than success if that makes sense so if you just get a little bit better each day or help students get a little bit better each day at what your goal is for them you're winning
1: that's probably similar to gaining weight versus maintaining physical you know peak condition or whatever yeah if you like just let yourself go that'll go fast true
0: yeah i think that's probably exactly what what it is effort
1: it's like just to kind of maintain you know where you you're physically you should be which i'm not (laughs) but yeah that makes sense
0: you look great Um, so another one no. <laughs> is like we used to struggle with having kids check in on Sunday morning. Mm. So the goal is every kid needs to check in because that is real attendance, yeah. and we need to keep track of who's coming. So, how do we get kids to check in? Well, create a system, create an infrastructure to support the goal. The goal is check in. Well, so when their name tag prints out, I have them put it in a bowl instead of put it on them like a name tag, name tag. And then we do this whole thing called the lottery. It's Mm. just built into our announcements. So everyone stands up and then we pick one name out and they can't see it. And we do this big elimination. Like if you're wearing a hat, sit down. If you're a boy, sit down. If you're an eighth grade, sit down. If you have a brother in this room, stay standing until we finally get to one person. And we're like, James, he won the lottery. And then he gets a piece of candy and kids. It's just more likely that they'll do their attendance if they know they're entering the lottery simultaneously. Mm -hmm. So those are like little ones. It's like, bring your Bible, please check in. And instead of just asking people, which, what do you do? You create a system. And now those systems are staples of our ministry. It's what we do. It's very predictable every time right. the they likes,
1: expect it and they yeah, like it they and,
0: do and you can change it up once in a while like we make our bible bucks funny it has like one of our leaders making a really funny face on them they're like on a hundred dollar bill that we print out and so just you know those are like little ones to hopefully get your creativity going of okay here's where a system could be put in place now Hopefully you have some more complex goals than that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Start small and Start then somewhere. work up, you know? Yeah.
0: So let's talk about something like on a more like a uh, macro level, something bigger. So say you want, you have a goal. I want to be a really good teacher. So right there, you're saying like part of the trick here is you make the goal part of your identity. So you're not just saying, I want to deliver a good message. You say, I want to be a really good Bible teacher. Mm. So that's the goal. Like I am the teacher. I'm a good Bible teacher, not I am one who delivers good messages. Like I'm a teacher. And so you make the goal part of your identity and being a good Bible teacher is a really great goal for a youth pastor. And we always want to get better. So, okay, what would be an example of a system we could put in place to make sure that we're growing our teaching game week after week after week, not just like, man, it would be nice to be a really good Bible teacher. Well, how, how are we getting there? What is the cadence of our week so that that's being accomplished? Here's an example. Maybe sermon prep is a two part thing on Thursday and Friday, Thursday from nine to 11, you solo sermon prep 11 to 12, you tandem solo prep. You bring some other people into it. Then you finish it up on Friday, you go back through with a fine tooth comb, and then you practice it Friday, and then you're ready to go for the weekend. And that could be your sermon prep thing. Now, you could add another layer to that where you're recording your weekend messages and then sending them to a colleague, a fellow pastor, someone you work with, having them watch it, and then you guys debrief and do feedback together. That would be a system Mm -hmm. that would definitely get you to up your teaching game it's not just like well i tried hard this week right it's like well no the system assures that i will be getting better because i'm going to be hearing what other people say i have the time set aside for it i split it up into like there's a system there so it's like that is what you're doing thursday from 9 to 12 friday you figure out the time and then that monday feedback time maybe you have a goal that you want to have more Fun events happening consistently. So, the system for that would be to do a yearly calendar and pick an event for each month and just it's done, it's planned. This is what we're doing on October 3rd. Mm-hmm. And you know, you're going to do an all nighter that day. And then you start planning it a few months back. But if you're in September and you don't have any events for October, like you just hoping, Oh, I hope we have a fun event. It's like, (laughs) well, no, the system is I do my yearly calendar every December and I plan every one event per month. And it's really not that hard to do because you know about the day of the week, you're going to do it. You avoid holidays and you make sure things aren't too close together. That really only leaves you a couple of options per month. Right. So Like it might be, well, I don't know what I'm doing in September. Yes, you kind of do. You just know, well, school will start here. Then we have Labor Day, so I should probably do it here. And then this wouldn't be too close to this event and you're done. Right. And so then you now have a rhythm to plan for the year. So that's another system that will help you attain a goal. So here's the beauty of what we're talking about is all of these point to the overarching goal that most most youth pastors have of, I want to grow my youth ministry. Mm -hmm. So you don't just, I think like what is hard to understand when you're new in youth ministry is that you will not grow by one method. Like it's not just like if I were a really good teacher, I'd grow. If I were really organized, I'd grow. If we were really fun and had events, we'd grow. If we like, there's not just one method of growth. And that's why like, You have to see it as I'm building the my youth ministry of the future and focusing on maybe one goal at a time, one system at a time system, produce goal. All right, now move on to another one because now the system's running and Mm -hmm. it's a part of your rhythm. New system. Ah, what did it produce? My next goal. Okay, that system is running now. Now let me move on to the next one. When I first started in youth ministry, it was like, all right, I got to get worship down. We don't have worship. Mm-hmm. I need a system for worship. I need a person. I need, you know. You're welcome. Yeah, Jeff was my worship It guy. wasn't
1: good, but it was getting done. It was
0: good. It was <laughs> great. You, The kids loved you. It was comical. <laughs> But then I could finally move on to, okay, we don't have a student leadership team. Let me focus now on that. Let me get this system in place. Okay. The goal is being accomplished. We're having a student leadership system come through our ministry. All right. What's next? What else do we need? Mm. Uh, I don't love our camp. So let me now tackle that. Um, I need a new camp. Let me get a system in place that I'm in a rhythm of a successful camp. Once I did that. So it was like you create systems One at a time, they start producing the goals, you move on to the next one, Mm. and then you sit back five years from then and you go, wow, my ministry is a machine full of systems that are producing goals and they need maintenance. It's not like it runs itself, but you have the systems in place to constantly be accomplishing these goals and then you don't keep those things just in your notebook like oh wouldn't it be nice to have a really cool camp yeah. well the system will run that for you so another big key takeaway from this book is that mo he says motivation is really overrated So it's not a matter of motivation because you can be motivated right at the start, you know, like a new year's resolution. It's like January 1st, let's go to the gym, you know? So motivation is overrated, but it's more of creating the environment that allows you to go for your goals. One of my goals is to return emails within 24 hours of receiving them. That could be hard to do based on the volume that you're getting in a particular week. So sometimes what I do is I say, all right, I'm going to work, do actual work from nine to ten, one one hour solid of work. That's it for the and then entire I'm week. I'm going home. <laughs> I did my best, my best.
1: <laughs> my latte is ready at 10.05.
0: <laughs> I got a yoga appointment. Um, no, I don't have a yoga appointment. And then I say, all right, then for 15 minutes, I'm going to do emails. I'm just going to focus on emails for 15 minutes. And then I'm going to take a 15 minute break. So in that (laughs) hour and a half, I got an hour's worth of work, 15 minutes worth of emails, and now I'm going to take a break and then start the cycle over again. And because otherwise it's just this jumble of email that's like, I'm never going to reach the bottom Mm -hmm. of this glacier, but the system is timing. It's like time it. And then however many emails I can get done in 15 minutes, but I know I get a break afterwards. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go get a coffee. I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'm going to chit chat with somebody in the office. I'm going to check my social media. And then I'm going back to an hour of solid work, 15 minutes of email, 15 minute break. And that is like this rhythm for me to be able to get those. Is done. that really the
1: rhythm you do? Or Some something days close? it
0: depends. And that's the thing about these systems and goals. They can be temporary too, for a particular task that needs to be yeah. accomplished. So like, I had a goal of cleaning out my inbox because it was crazy. And so over COVID, I was like, all right, I'm going to delete like... Twenty emails a day, and that'll be that. And just see how far I can get, and how long him. it takes. Just yeah, like, first
1: twenty that come in today, gone. <laughs> Bye. No, it's important you'll reach out again.
0: <laughs> just those ones that end up sitting there forever. Yeah. That you're like, oh, I'm gonna go back to this. So I neither, I either needed to do something with it or delete yeah. it. You know, <laughs> like respond, save it, print it. I don't know, do something with it or delete it. So you might have a different system in place based on what you're trying to accomplish in that particular week. So here's a great quote to kind of wrap us up here. It says those who struggle focus on goals, those who win focus on systems. Hmm. So again, these atomic, the book is called atomic habits. Atomic habits are small routines that accumulate to produce incrementally positive outcomes over time. So it's a little step, like moving that needle a little bit, little bit, little bit at a time. And I think that's a hard discipline, especially for youth pastors, because we want immediate results. But remember, we're in it for the long haul. Mm -hmm. So set up systems that will reward you years down the line. And like I said, they don't have to be permanent. Maybe they serve a season and then you move on, but maybe you tweak them to update them or whatever it might be, but just start on the system first. It's just this little mindset change.
1: You might even eventually tweak how you implement systems in general, you know, like after you've done a lot of them, you might realize, Hey, this is an easier way of starting these or, you know, setting them on automation or whatever it might be mm-hmm. so interesting yeah have you ever heard and i don't know if this is true or not but i feel like i read i read this on the internet so it must be true now it's something like if you do something 21 days in a row it becomes habit
0: i've heard that sentiment i thought it was like 10 days or something but yeah I wish it was 10 i've heard i've heard
1: that i wonder if that's true i don't know i'm not test willing to do out. anything that many times <laughs> test it out
0: what's your goal do you have a goal nope
1: no you have any goals nope Do you have any
0: systems <laughs>
1: Nope. (laughs) No, I don't Mm. know. I guess it, but I feel like with what I do on a daily basis, it changes on a daily basis, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Where I don't know if it, I don't know. It'd be interesting to figure out a system that would work with a constantly morphing schedule, you know? Well, that's not consistent. You can
0: set up temporary systems for the day you know what i mean then i
1: guess yeah i i do that like i have a set agenda of things that i want to accomplish so i guess that would be my system for the day Mm -hmm. so it's not really working out for me i might need to do something else maybe you
0: should listen to my podcast wait you just did
1: it doesn't mean i listened to it Uh, our i'm just (laughs) excuse me our podcast (laughs) see i didn't even hear that i'm just not really paying attention question of the day i didn't even tell you what the question of the day was earlier this is gonna okay, be surprised me to be surprised this is gonna be a little uh polarizing i'm sure for Uh-oh. a lot of people And i think maybe on our last episode i'm not positive but we might have done something in regards to disney what is a ride at disneyland or disney world that should no longer be there whoa let's just leave it at that a ride at disneyland or disney world that should no is longer it, be there
0: that should no longer be
1: there Just doesn't give you joy.
0: Oh, I know what it is. What it
1: is. Like it's not gonna change per person.
0: Well, I know what it is. I know the correct
1: answer. I know what it is for
0: me. (laughs) What it's subjective. The Pinocchio ride is terrifying.
1: Uh I can't think of the last time I've been on it to to really speak to that.
0: Yeah, me neither. And we had some time to kill last time we went. And so I'm like, hey, I don't think I've ever been on Pinocchio. Let's go um it is dark it is that movie
1: is kind of dark it is pleasure like when island they go to or... pleasure
0: island and is it pleasure island yeah
1: or treasure island pleasure pleasure Islands. okay
0: um yeah that that ride's gotta go yeah very scary very dark purposeless <laughs> it's just it's no. the movie though it's gross i hated it <laughs> i mean the blue fairy part was cool she was really magical but Everything else was is like... Is that one of the rides,
1: though, that's just like the wooden like, things that like yeah. saloon doors that kind of open up?
0: Yeah, but it just had this like hell
1: vibe. Like mm-hmm. when they go to pleasure. Yeah, it that's was, what, like I feel scary. like hell is. Okay. Mine is um, probably Autopia. Which,
0: the exhaust. Yeah. I think that's the hard part for me
1: there. And I feel like it's a lot of real estate that they've taken up for a ride <laughs> that goes like two miles an hour.
0: Yeah, but the line's and always long. to
1: keep <laughs> you on that little like path where it's like yeah, you they... can't even. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Mine's boring you. <laughs>
0: Kids like feel like they're driving. I could see. I,
1: there, yeah, there's a nostalgia to it. But I, I never understood why when Cars came out, although I guess it's Pixar. I think they try and keep all the Pixar stuff at California Adventure, at least at Disneyland. But I'm like, why was that not redone in you know, all the cars would be? Yeah,
0: it seems like a good opportunity. To yeah, like because that's not.
1: there's no theme to that. It's just yeah. Autopia. It's like, OK, you know, yeah. like that has nothing to do with any Disney movie or yeah, anything like point. that, which makes me now. I know it tomorrow is, or not tomorrow. Um, next week's question of the day is going to be. All right, let's do a um, community comment of the day. And this comes from on. I still oh,
0: do you think they can tell that I have a camp hangover right now? <laughs> I'm so guys, Thanks. I don't know how long it takes you to recover from camp. We got back on Thursday, it is now Monday, and I feel you're listening to this on Thursday, <laughs> so tired in my brain yeah. was, I mean we had a blast, but oh my gosh, it's hard to catch up. summer camp is. <laughs> Wipes you out.
1: All right, this is from Andre Delane. He says... This is amazing. These videos are really helping me, but not only that, they are growing my awareness and passion to engage with youth ministry as I've been offered an opportunity to be a youth ministry director. Wow. Keep sharing. Well,
0: congratulations, that Andre. That was a very well-written comment.
1: Yeah, it was. Good job, Andre. Thank you, Andre. If you guys have a uh, question or comment, please feel free to either email us at ministry coach... Yeah, please feel... F- <laughs> i was like wait what is our email address <laughs> please feel free to- you
0: didn't even go to camp
1: <laughs> no. you're at camp what is our email feel Pogler. free to email us at ministrycoachpodcast at gmail.com or if you're watching on youtube you can go ahead and put it in the comment section below well we thank you for watching and listening and we will see, see you, you next time, time.